Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, also available on your Amazon Alexa as a skill. Today, the podcast is going to take a format of two main sections. First of all, we're going to touch briefly on the market moves that we have seen over the last few days uh, during this political debacle that we're seeing in Westminster. Um, But the main crux of today's podcast is going to be and very interesting interview that we did uh, with the CEO of Active Energy Group earlier on today. Now, they are a company listed on the AIM market uh, here in London. However, they are operating predominantly in the United States and they are producing a potentially revolutionary product for power stations. We will, however, first look at the FTSE 100, which is broadly flat on the day. We're not going to go into the political ins and outs because that's been very well covered elsewhere, but we did see a very sharp movement down in sterling yesterday uh, and that really did give some support to the FTSE 100. However, we have seen sterling really pick back up uh, today. It did go very briefly beneath the 120 level against the dollar uh, for about an hour or so uh, in the run up to the debate that we saw last night. However, that has been really reversed today, a very sharp rally that we're seeing in cable. Um, We're currently touching just on the levels of 122. So there's been a a turnaround of about 250 pips from, from the lows of yesterday. What's quite interesting to see actually is the FTSE 100 holding its own because we have seen a inverse relationship in sterling and the FTSE 100 of late. That doesn't seem to be playing out today, so it's going to be interesting to see um, how stocks actually react to any further news from Westminster. So as we discuss, we're just going to pass over now to an interview that we did with Michael Rowan, the CEO of Active Energy Group, earlier on today. Thank you very much. Today, we've been very kindly joined by Michael Rowan, is the CEO of Active Energy Group. Thanks very much for joining us today, Michael. Afternoon or morning, I should <laughs> Thank you very much. So, um, we're just having a quick chat there with uh, with Michael, a very good explanation uh, of the company. So would you be able to give us a brief breakdown, uh, Michael, of what Active Energy does and where their, their operations are and, and your main products? Okay, sure. Well, Active Energy Group is involved in the uh, creation of fuels for renewable power. And we have focused particularly on the new fuels around pellets and the next generation of pellets that need to be created for the power and utility markets. And in doing that exercise, we've also added up certain complementary other services and activities, including around lumber and renewal of lumber and waste lumber that's going through. Over the last two years, we've obviously moved the focus of the business when we are primarily based in the United States, we are a US business. We had an original small operation, an R&D center in Utah, and that has now moved to a, a new operational facility in Lumberton in North Carolina. So we're now in the heart of the lumber areas of the United States, uh, which gives us a number of key advantages. And we're also now in a position where we are 70 miles from the coast, so at the major port of Wilmington, which is a, one of the major supply centers for particularly pellets across to Europe. In terms of 
that has been very important for us because our markets, I think, in the near term are going to be either in Europe or certainly in the near areas of the United States. Um, and as I was mentioning to you a little earlier, the fact is there is a much greater awareness in the US right now of their environmental responsibilities. I don't think people get a fair impression of where the US is today. Uh, certainly given the conversations and the meetings we're having in the US right now, there, are, there is a really positive momentum and a genuine interest in what the fuel that we are creating and how we can use that fuel to power power stations. Fantastic. So uh, obviously there's, there's operations there focusing on, on the wood pellets um, and we did touch on it which is very interesting in terms of what makes your particular product uh, and your proprietary processes different to existing uh, solutions there for, for power stations. Um, could you just give a little bit more detail on the main differences between what's currently on the market and also against uh, existing uh, coal uh, coal yeah. outputs? Of course. The prime market today for pellets is, is around a, a fuel called white pellet. Uh, it's an established market. There's roughly about 25 million tonnes a year shipped around the world of white pellet. A lot of it is coming from the US, but some of it is coming obviously in small part from Europe and in a lesser part from Asia. They are supplying existing biomass power plants. And invariably those power plants have been converted from existing coal-fired exercises uh, as now the, a new alternative fuel. The problem with the current white pellet though is a number of things. Number one, it's not entirely energy efficient in terms of the amount of heat it can produce to help the power stations. And two, its transportation proves a challenge. You have to keep the fuel very dry. You have to ensure that it does not get in any way corrupted in its transportation elements. So when four years ago we set on our analysis and our new R&D development to create the new coal switch pellet and the black pellet that we talk about now, we look very clearly at the failings of that pellet and see how we could improve on it. And that was the genesis of where we got to. So what we now have in the form of a core coal switch pellet is a pellet that can have the equivalent coal value uh, for heat, by which I mean around 23 megajoules per kilogram, which is equivalent to coal, um, but it's 30% more than you get from a white <coughs> pellet. The other thing that we looked at was ensuring that it could be what we call hydrophobic, which basically means that if it is exposed to water or rain, that merely dries off and dries away. So the fuel remains totally intact and you can ship it and you can store it, you can store it in the open air. And bear in mind, anybody that's seen a coal-fired power station, they will know there are mounds of coal at the moment that's stored at the side. They don't have the facilities to store things in a dry scenario immediately, so they need that flexibility as to how they store material. And then the other thing that we looked at that was really important was using a variety of feedstocks. White pellet is, is not the most efficient fuel in the sense that you use the core lumber of a tree. What you do not use is the other elements the waste wood, whether it's branches or roots or anything else. And what we do through the process of steam explosion is ensure that we can use the whole of a tree. So it's actually a more efficient use of the resources that we're involved in. So all in all, we've, we've gone out there to create that fuel with those mandates. But there's one other really important thing to be aware of, and that is that this fuel can co-fire with coal, which means, therefore, that we can actually supply this to coal-fire power stations today who could do an, a mix of coal switch and coal and allow themselves the opportunity to be cutting emissions straight away without having to spend any capital expenditure on changing power plants.
Okay, fantastic. So obviously here in the UK, the, uh, the, the coal industry's been in decline for some time. Where would the main markets be for this if you're looking at, uh, at existing coal uh, power plants? So where would that be around the world? And what does that sort of look like for Active Energy Group in terms of potential uh, revenue going forwards? The, main air, the current main areas to look at are those that are burning biomass or having to close down coal plants. So the obvious place that you need to look at is Europe today. Uh, bear in mind there's huge regulatory pressure to close down coal-fired power stations, not only in the UK but across uh, the EU. And so there's a huge pressure there to have to supply a new alternative fuel. There's also an established biomass uh, industry here, so there's a natural fit between the two. The, ironically, the second area of major growth is probably Japan and South Korea. Uh, Japan, as you may be aware, is having to change its supply of electricity because obviously they don't have any more nuclear. So they are looking at that. So that presents another opportunity for us. And ironically, the third market would be the US, which is obviously where we're producing the fuel. But as I said, I think there is, a, there is now a, a move that is getting increasing there. So we're going to see more activity in the US, certainly over the next two years. But for customers over the next six months, our main focus is to get our five tonne an hour plant working and producing fuel. When that produces the fuel, we will be delivering it. And I think the initial uh, places will be either in Europe or for further testing in the US. Okay, fantastic. So we're sort of looking at about a six-month uh, timeline before you start producing in a, in a big way. Um, I mean, is that something that you're sort of fully funded for in terms of getting yourself through that and sort of the distribution on the other side? Uh, is that something that you're sort of fully prepared for at this at this point in time? Um, as best I can be uh, in this current environment, yes, I think we are prepared for that. The focus, absolutely right, is to get the five tonne an hour plant up and running. I think we've stated publicly we're looking to get that completed in Q4 and that still remains right on target as to go for that. We're obviously also stated that we're looking to build a 50 tonne an hour plant on the same site that we have in Lumberton. And I believe that that will still be right on track for roughly 12 to 14 months from now. So, and the activity and the planning for that, project planning, is already underway. So that is already happening now. Um, now that financing for that will be done in different ways because obviously it's a project financing so we'll be doing slightly different elements to that. But today the focus is getting the five to now because that will make a significant difference for the company anyway. Okay, fantastic. And just finally to sort of wrap up, could we just sort of look at the technicals on the sort of emissions side of it in terms of what are the real differences between coal um, and what that sort of means uh, for you know, the, the pressure that we're seeing from governments uh, around the world and obviously public pressure. Um, how, how does this sort of fit into that picture? Well, we've created a fuel that is carbon neutral by its definition. But we've actually gone slightly further than that because I think while people focus on CO2 as being a major measure, there's also the concerns about NOx and SOx as well at the same time. In the initial testing we've done through the coal switch through the University of Utah, we've got results that come back that show that we can reduce SOx by 98%. 
we can make significant reduction also in NOx and also reduce ash, which is obviously one of the major waste products as well in the process. So we're creating a genuinely clean renewable fuel and I think that's the really important thing about it. Um, from our perspective, we want to do more testing because as we've had opened up the plant in Lumberton, we are now being offered lots of alternative feedstocks as well to mix in this exercise, which make it even more interesting. A prime example of this would be, for example, chicken litter. And what we're looking at is the combination of mixing the coal switch with the chicken litter to create a pellet which could ultimately be one that could really do a double benefit and not only create a clean pellet on emissions, but deal with an existing waste problem that's already there in the marketplace. Okay, fantastic. Michael, thank you very much. Um, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Brilliant. Okay, right. thank you very Cheers. much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.